Hello. Hey, Tespia. Hey, how are you? Oh. <laughs> I like that. Attempt it. Enthusiasm? Enthusiasm, yeah. You're welcome. Hey, how are you? <laughs> I'm so thrilled to be spending my afternoon podcasting. Always. I live for it. Me too. <laughs> and nothing else. Very little else, actually. So true. <laughs> this is the highlight of my sad week. Um, we're fresh off the fresh off the heels of Fourth of July weekend. Yes, we are. How was your Fourth of July? What did you do? Um, oh, a lot. Um, I went to a pool naturally. Sure. I saw your outfit on the gram. Looked great. Didn't I look cute? Yeah. What kind of pool did you go to? A public one, one the kind you hate. Yeah. It was a the Line Hotel pool, which is where I live now. Um, so was there like some sort of like official Line Hotel Fourth of July event? Um. Yes, my friends were throwing a party. Um, and I spend so much time there on my weekends, and then sometimes not on my weekends. Mm-hmm. Uh, that they're erecting a statue in my honor. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> no, I was really, I really bought that. It's just that. a mural. I really bought that. Like, and I was like, okay, it's okay. just a mural. Cool. Some sort of street artist will probably. <laughs> it's a tiled mural at the, at the bottom of the pool. <laughs> so, how was the party? Um, it was so much fun. I went with my friends and we just, um, you know, did what you do Celebrated at a pool. America? You could say. Express your patriotism? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> because historically I've loved America. <laughs> did you stay there the whole day? No, we went to like a barbecue after and then me and my friends just kicked it at my place. And then the rest of the weekend was just also just like a gross hedonistic like swirl of like you know Aperol spritzes yeah and public pools yeah okay. I know you hate that I really do no I love Aperol it's more spritzes like frosés I do like a frosé also <laughs> don't get me wrong in the privacy of my own home um well that sounds fun that sounds like a fun young person thing to do how was your fourth of July well how did you, you celebrate America I'll tell you what <laughs> Dude, I celebrated in America in the most American way possible by going to a store. <laughs> Did you know that Marshalls and Home Goods are open on the 4th of July? I did not, but you told me. <laughs> they sure are. And I went to both of them. I saw the Instagram. Yeah, got some deals. Maxinista. That's a different. I mean, they're all well, part they're of the all same all world. The same. Yes. I did not visit TJ Maxx. Uh, Home yeah. Goods is owned by Trader Joe's. I mean, Trader. I mean, it's like part of the yeah. TJ Maxx, Marshalls, and Home Goods, yeah. all one thing. And Ross, not Ross, different thing. Really? Yeah. Okay, no mind. Ross, low key insider tip. Ross is actually a bit cheaper. They have a worse oh, selection. It's very much cheaper. Yeah. So if you go to Ross first, mm-hmm. get your things that you can find, then mm-hmm. you move along the chain. Kitchen My mom utensils, told me. Oh yeah, kitchen like utensils. Like you polyester know, skirts, planters, wine glasses. Yeah, that that roll of um, plastic perforated stuff that you put on your shelving and inside your drawers. And if you don't do that, you're disgusting, and you should do it. Michael Kors castoffs. Michael Kors castoffs. DKNY sheets. Mm-hmm. So I did that. Uh, it was surprisingly busy. Yeah. 
Uh, well, no, fun fact. Yeah. I learned that like some of those retailers, um, they make stuff with the idea that they it will end up in Home Goods. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So like Michael Kors has a division that makes like clothes that they know will end up at Ross. Like, like they what do you mean? Like they purposely make them ugly or something? They, <laughs> they're like, listen, it's let's like make a cheaper, so- cheaper version of something. Oh. Like, capitalism is so devious on so many levels like you think you understand it you think you're just getting like an actual deal but meanwhile it's all part of the plan oh yeah you're not gonna find any of that stuff at Nordstrom's or you know I don't know where they sell micro cores I don't know what kind of rich person you think I am shopping full price at Nordstrom's <laughs> um but yeah what else did you do after that okay then i went uh to the hospital also fun fact open on fourth of july um to visit a friend who had uh babies the day before oh my god you are old. shout out jane and zach i know it's totally <laughs> that's an old person thing to do for sure um uh yeah i just saw the, some babies saw some breast milk come out of a lot really large nipples and then I came home and did a puzzle. <laughs> oh, and we ordered Carl's Jr. on Postmates. <laughs> and then later I shook my fist at the neighborhood kids for setting off so many fireworks. I was like, it is 10 p.m. When will this end? I'm tired. And that was it. That was my big fourth of July. That sounds so wholesome. Yeah, I didn't even see a firework. It doesn't sound like... Yeah, it sounds like a perfectly, like, wholesome evening where no regrets happened. I really hate, I always have, even when I was a partier, I, yeah. I don't, I don't like daytime holidays, like, mm. that, it, like, daytime drinking holidays, they've always given me anxiety. Oh, yeah, like, you cycle through the whole process of, like, a hangover and, like, Yeah, and then back drunk. into it, oh. and you have to, like, try to get around, it's hot, and oh. you're sticky. It's not fun. It's My entirely God. regrettable. Um... Did you feel the earthquake? Um, I I did. Yes, I did. The first one on Fourth of July. First one, yeah, I did. You were at home. I was at home when that happened, and I kind of just laid there. So, like, my upstairs neighbors have really loud, like, insane sex, Mm. and (laughs) good for them. (laughs) And I and it like I can feel the it shake sometimes. So at first I thought, whoa, yes. they're really going at it this morning. Yeah, you're morning. like, they are getting it on. <laughs> I was like, they, they are really celebrating. And then at some point I realized it wasn't that. And then my thoughts immediately went to, well, if it ends, it ends. Like, <laughs> yeah, you're like, well, this is fine. Enjoyed the ride. Yeah. <laughs> Mostly. I didn't even feel that first one. I was in the shower. Mm. I didn't even notice. Really? A lot of people were like in cars or whatever and didn't feel yeah, anything. But the shower like doesn't move. So I don't know why it would make sense to not feel it if you're in the shower. But just like didn't even register. I often don't feel earthquakes. Well, you live in a house. So maybe it's not as like yeah. unstable. Like I felt and I was in my apartment and I'm on the right. floor and I felt like there was definitely waves. I felt the second one. Which is a couple, uh, which is the next day. Oh, yeah. I felt that I was in a movie theater and, like, it was, like, five people and, like, two of them just, like, ran out. They bolted. (laughs) Yeah. I was was up in the mountains uh, near, like, Arrowhead and I was at a restaurant called Hortensia's. Mm. It's a really good Mexican restaurant that is literally on the side of a mountain on stilts. Oh, I saw your tweets. Yeah, like, overlooking this beautiful, gorgeous view, but it's literally on stilts. And my friend and I were waiting for our table 
And she was like, wouldn't it be, have been so funny if we were here for the earthquake? <laughs> what a weird place to be. And I was like, that would have been really funny. Oh, and then, the, first of all, also I was starving. The moment they set our food plates down, that's when it started. And I was like, Jen, get up, let's go, grab your purse. And we ran outside and then I was so sad because of my food. I was like, fuck, does this mean I can't have my food? I want my chili ran, it was so bad. But then it was fine and we just went back in and I finished mm. my food. Mm. But it was pretty scary for a second there. Yeah, that's terrifying. But what a way to go out, like in a, eating a full Mexican combo plate, like chili relleno, enchilada, and a taco. I've heard, I've seen people tweet things about being in worse circumstances while the earthquake was happening. You know, then yeah, that's that's a I think kind of a great circumstance. I mean, like imagine if you died there, like she died eating enchiladas. Yeah, great. Again, like I said, a great way to go out. Yeah, but like some of these people are tweeted like they're just like died reading Twitter. Reading Twitter, I know I saw a lot of that. That's put your phone dark. Yeah, you know, died watching the third episode of Euphoria. It's still not going anywhere. Um, I'm. I don't know. I haven't watched any of the other episodes of Euphoria. I'm gonna watch it tonight if I finish if I meet my deadlines. Um, we're gonna get to what we did watch, mm. which was the Hills <laughs> reboot. But first, I have two notes ahead yeah. of that. Um, one just says not Midsummer <laughs> <laughs> because we're not gonna talk about that. And I, I just thought I should let either. you know I haven't seen it either. So that's. Just letting you know we're not going to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Taco Bell Hotel. Oh, yeah. We got to talk about the Taco Bell Hotel. It might be too late in the game now. How? Why? I don't understand. With our level of connections. I know. Basically, Taco Bell is opening a pop-up hotel <sighs> in Palm Springs. I believe it's August first, Sometime in August. And we need to go this is like it's like it represents an exact intersection of all of my interests for you public pool public pools hotel rooms i fucking love hotel rooms and airports those are my favorite places on the planet you love airports i love airports literal psycho i go to the airport early just so i could hang out at the airport i mean i do too because i go to the lounge but yeah sometimes they don't let me go in because i get there too early and they're like (laughs) we don't even have your tickets like right you can't go in the gate is not open Okay, so public pools, hotel, hotel rooms, rooms, quesaritos, quesaritos, <laughs> the exact intersection, the holy trinity, the holy trinity. Like I don't understand, yeah. and I've like worked every angle. I like at my corporate job where I work, I tried to like convince them we need to do like promos there. Yeah, and then like online, I was like literally begging for a byline. Same. No one. Big. No one. Listen, you don't know this about me because I couldn't find it on the internet, but. <laughs> Several years ago, when Taco Bell premiered their breakfast, mm-hmm. do you remember when they came out with breakfast? Yeah, it was like the weird eggshell thing. Yeah, the, yeah. there was no eggshells in the food, but yes, there was yeah, eggs. So my friend Alice Barlow and I, shout out Alice Barlow, we love Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. Together, it's our thing. Every year on her birthday, it Postmates her Taco Bell wherever she is. She, fancy dinner at a French restaurant, it doesn't matter. A man will show up and hand her a bag with a Mexican pizza in it. Now... The Mexican pizza. It is the jam. That is a that is a real Taco Bell lover's order. Yeah, I mean you yeah. have to be also like hold the hold the meat sub beans. Really, I do. That's chicken. how I do. But Ooh, wow. Yeah. Chaotic evil. <laughs> Eating chicken at Taco Bell, full chaotic evil. Okay, so we go out. This is when I, I was still garbage party person. Mm-hmm. Um, we go out. 
we get wasted. We had made plans to have Taco Bell breakfast. It was the second day ever of Taco Bell breakfast this okay. next day. We didn't go the first day. I had gotten so drunk, I had taken a man's coat from an after party that was not my coat. <laughs> I had slept in all of my clothes, including this man's coat and my ponytail and my makeup and my shoes. And then that doesn't sound like you at all. I used to be fun. And then Alice Barlow at like 10 a.m. Call, starts calling me and she's like, I'm downstairs. We're going to talk. It was, I was in New York visiting. And she was like, we're going to the Taco Bell in Union Square. And I was like, I don't want to go. I feel like death. She was like, come downstairs. You're already dressed. She put on some sunglasses. I came downstairs. She had a little car waiting, black car waiting for me. I don't even know if Uber was a situation yet. We went to the Taco Bell in Union Square. We proceed to order every single item on the breakfast menu. Amazing. Because we have to try everything. And we turn around with two giant bags of Taco Bell. And there is a man with a microphone and a camera. And he's like, hello, I am from Complex Magazine. May I interview you about Taco Bell breakfast? And I was like, oh, good. <laughs> now I will be known forever as the face of Taco Bell breakfast. <laughs> to complex readers. To complex readers. So we sat down and we did give an interview. And it was quite iconic, I have to say. Um, we panned the ta- the waffle taco a little too soggy. We, you know, we explained how everything still needs hot sauce. It was great. We really were the preeminent experts of Taco Bell breakfast. Yeah. Who other than me, and I guess Alice Barlow, and I suppose you, should be sent out to cover this momentous and hospitality occasion? Yes. Yeah. Yes. If you've never ordered thirty five dollars of Taco Bell at the drive-thru, by yourself, been given five sets of cutlery, and then eaten it in three different shifts while at home watching television because you're so hungover, you do not deserve to go to the opening of the Taco Bell Hotel. I do. (laughs) Someone needs to send us. So if you're listening, please send Tespia and I to the opening of the Taco Bell Hotel. We will bring so much to the table so much and if you don't send us you're islamophobic <laughs> even though i'm only half muslim <laughs> okay should we just like get into like oh the par- topic of the fucking evening topic du jour if oh, you will how dark is it that an entire news cycle the entire news cycle could be dominated by this subject. Oh, we're going with yours first. Oh, oh we're going to save the best for li- the rest is still unwritten. Okay. Right. No, let's talk about, let's talk about the news cycle. Yeah. Let's talk about the, what's getting, what's canceled. What's right now, what's trying to get Air canceled. Conditioning is canceled. Air conditioning is canceled. <laughs> <laughs> it had a good run. Air conditioning is sexist. Something like 180 years. Oh, good. I made that up. I have no idea when air conditioning was invented. Um, I'm sure it's, it's here. A, it is in the piece. So was, you, I, I asked that you please lead this discussion because I actually don't totally understand the kerfluffle over air conditioning. Okay, first of all, this is something that comes up every single year. Air conditioning summertime. does? Yes. That would make sense. It's timely. Every single time, every year around summertime, someone decides to spark up the air conditioning debate. Well, every year and what's the, the debate, debate the debate is at some point in some time someone did a survey about like office temperatures and in that in that debate they discovered that women are considerably colder in office temperatures than men are because okay. men keep the 
air thermostats like really high and so like women and women whose temperatures tend to um tend to run a little is it lower yeah um they like have reported like just being really cold in offices it's like it's such a common thing it's like literally like if you've ever worked in a corporate office it's always been like the office banter like you know like it's really cold around here guess tom's in charge of the thermostat you know it's like stupid so it's depressing. really stupid That's so depressing it's so depressing <laughs> it's a slice of corporate life for those of you listening at home who maybe don't have the pleasure and fortune of going to a corporate job every day oh. that's the topic that people like to really get into it's just like it's one of those conversations again that comes up every fucking year and it's really exhausting and like it's just like common right now just like common it's what the culture we live in you just have to like you know does not mean that air conditioning is sexist so what does this article say? does this article say this the newest article of the time july 3rd the new york times notable hotbed of controversy they're really pushing buttons here (laughs) pushing the envelope even published is this an op-ed i don't even know what it's in this it was in the style section which um, makes it even more confusing. <laughs> that does make it more confusing because I really like the style section. Um, if it was an op-ed, I'd be like, "This is." I just like don't understand what air conditioning has to do with style in like any shape or form. But I think it's like more like lifestyles. Go off, Queen. <laughs> the, Go off, Queen. The, What's Queen's name? Queen. <laughs> the lady who wrote the article, Penelope Green. Penelope, go off. She's like. Also, she's like. It appears she's like of older age, and I just feel like isn't she tired of this conversation? Probably. <laughs> she's probably suffered through it longer than I have. Um, the headline reads: "Do Americans need air conditioning?" Summer's great indoor temperature debate rages on. It doesn't rage on. It only rage. No one is raging on about this. It. This is stoking the rage. But also, just like, I'm. I'm so sorry, but like, don't do we not have like. Like, I personally, with my really small life, have so much more on my mind. I know. Like, in terms of, like, the patriarchy, this is, like, very low on my priority list. Like, buy a fucking sweater, Penelope. Also... Also, I don't want to sweat at work. I don't understand... That's gross. Exactly. I don't understand why this... It's, like... What is this? 3,000 words? It was pretty long. I, I did read it, but I, like... There was also only like one or two paragraphs about the sexist thing. Then there was all this other stuff about, oh, about the, the history of the air conditioner, <laughs> what it was invented for. Oh my God, Neri Oxman, by the way, who I think formally dated Brad Pitt. Oh. She's a computational designer and architect in charge of the Mediated Matter Group at MIT's Media Lab. Oh, right. I heard about when he dated this woman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She said, cooling is a removal of heat, a form of dieting. Overcooling using our conventional AC is extreme dieting, removing calories without improving nutrition. One ends up installing heaters in summer and office spaces that do not enable local temperature control, the quintessential sugar rush. Air conditioning demystifies nature's miracles and contributes to a culture characterized by disconnection and overconsumption. I'm sort of like, what in the actual fuck are you talking about, She's ma'am? like so, she's like too smart. But what is she saying? She, it's poetry. It's about, it, this is Tumblr poetry about air conditioning. Air conditioning is, is empty calories? What? I don't understand. I don't understand either. <laughs> also, like to like soda? bring it into dieting, like diet which soda. is like a like, traditionally sexist and gendered like it just doesn't make any i don't get it i don't get it like because like no one's forcing me i just what also like i went to high school on the equator 
in mm-hmm. Singapore. And like, you know what was really cool? Air conditioning. Because <laughs> this is really hot and oh my muggy. Gosh. Also, like, ma'am, what's her name? Liz? Have you been yeah. in the Midwest? Nary Oxman? No, the woman who wrote the article. Liz. Penelope. Penelope. It's a hard name to forget. Liz. I don't know where that came from. The Midwest in the summer. Dude, you want to maintain that Libya. temperature? <laughs> when I was in Libya, you Libya. think, like, I was not complaining about air conditioning in Libya in the summers when it was, like, 100 and something degrees. Do you think they were like, okay, it's July 3rd. No one's reading the paper. Everyone's, like, about to get their life. Fourth of July. Style section. Go ahead and put in this inane... 3,000 word piece about I yeah I will say I did I did see it spark some okay so the the thing that I think really sparked yeah and I actually I'm not even gonna put I'm not gonna say her name but I do I'm not I've not historically been a fan of this writer um who but like she tweeted something um what was the tweet Oh, yeah, I pulled it up. Hold on. Air conditioning is unhealthy, bad, miserable, and sexist. I can't explain how many times I've gotten sick over the summer because of overzealous AC in offices. Hashtag ban AC. It really concerned me how, concerns me how earnest that tweet is. It was, it was worded with, like, the vitriol of someone talking about, like, the the camps containing immigrants like or like i don't even know the incarceration of like cannabis child rape i was like what is like okay like i mean yeah air conditioning sometimes it's too cool yeah i bring a sweater i bring a cardigan maybe i take some vitamin c i don't know Mm. i just did not like i can't i cannot summon up i cannot summon up the rage i will say this is a great time for me to point out that i got some listener feedback that they think that you um, hold back your meanness. Do they? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe I'm stoking should my I, own fires should here. Should I be meaner? I'll, I, I think, can be meaner. I frankly think we should all be meaner, and I think that's maybe an unpopular opinion, but like, I think we should all be meaner. I'm tired. I can be meaner. I mean, I have been. <laughs> off the record <laughs> that's but that's where it comes in it's like let's be strong and be mean on the record um i did see mm-hmm. i did see i did see most of twitter seemed or my twitter Upset that i was about it. yeah seemed like to say this was a bad take but then the other side of it got even more insane where like i saw a whole thread that was like a person saying that they are an overheater and how dare they make this about gender when they're an overheater and actually there is a social cost of sweating and there was people oh expressing gosh. solidarity and then there was the, the whole, overheating and i was like okay this is like part of like like the way we live now is just like finding all these different kinds of ways to like identify yourself that are right. like you know it's like uh, you know you were gonna start seeing twitter bios that are like i'm a queer feminist overheater overheater yeah exactly <laughs> like <Okay. laughs> like i just like and i will say this is a white woman's crusade because oh one billion percent like i don't know again the white feminists that. are at it again <laughs> as we like to say those of us who grew up in desert environments <laughs> those of us, those whose of us ancestors who just like don't give people. a flying fuck because there's so many other things that i like actually care about like 
turn the AC down, turn the AC up. I'll the wear a sweater. Literal child prisoners on the border. Like, come on, literally. Like, I just cannot. Sum it. I mean, I'm I'm upset mostly because for the entire day. I would like open up my Twitter and there would be all these tweets about air conditioning. Right. And you're like, oh. And I had to like force myself to know what it was about. Yeah. And I hate that. I somehow missed it. Except that you made me look at it. I did make you look at it. And then I saw the um, solidarity for the overheaters. Oh, and then I was bummed. Was I pictured like a fist in the air, you know, like. Yeah, and then there was, like, the whole, like, right backlash, which is, like, all these right-wing blogs picking it up and be like, guess what the left is mad at now? But, like, (laughs) air conditioning. In fairness. (laughs) Like, that's when you're just like, fuck, we gave it that one. That's like a fucking alley. We just threw it up in the air from, like, here you go. Just slam dunk that in. (laughs) I didn't look at what Penelope, is it green? Liz. (laughs) (laughs) Or as I like to call her, Liz. Liz. (laughs) Apparently, that's just like my white lady name. Her aware of is, but I imagine it's just like a lot of like. Did you say over? (laughs) Aware? How do you say that word? Over? Classic of the pod. Yeah, but like, I mean, also in fairness, she wasn't like, like you said, she wasn't really concerned with the site. Like, she kind of just, it was like a. That's why it was even more of a pointless article, though. I was like, (laughs) what is the point of this article? It took no stand. It was just like here's what air conditioning is thank you for explaining i didn't i didn't know here's how it was invented great super fun fact and then that lady that architect's lady's insane metaphor about it being like like empty calories or whatever (laughs) and then i think someone mentioned they wanted to make instead like cooling clothing yeah let's just make something super expensive that no one can afford to like cool yourself down so no one else has to just flick a switch and put some air air conditioning on oh god I want to what the children in camps think about air conditioning. You know what? They are lucky there because they don't have air conditioning. <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> if you think about it, at least they don't have to deal with the oppressive air conditioning. Because <laughs> I guarantee you they don't have that. Jesus Christ. Um... I want to move away from this topic because I don't like it. I don't like it either. <laughs> I actually hate it. I actually texted it to you being like, do we have to talk about air I conditioning? Know, but then we actually, it was a slow week, so we didn't have a second topic, so I'm glad we did it. That's also why we're talking about the hills. Well, for you. Mm-hmm. The hills reboot the hills new beginnings. Mm-hmm. I, I, think, I think we're talking about the hills because I do think it's like a good example mm-hmm. of like, the range of this podcast in the sense that like like did you even care about this i did not yeah but did you even watch the original hills um i i feel like i didn't have um cable growing up so i feel like i caught the tail end of it right but like, like i i like you were aware of it things of it filtered through my like consciousness like you yeah know. you saw like you know us weeklies or whatever i and used they to were, read perez hilton religiously then you would have known yeah but like i just you know when this reboot came out i was like wow they're really betting heavily that like people of my generation because we're the only ones who even remember probably i mean i guess everyone but like, we were we watched this we cared who audrina was but that era of pop culture is so over like that celebrity culture is so over well is it though i mean do kids know who perez hilton is no but i mean his time is over that's for sure yeah i guess there's celebrity gossip is over it's very over like if it was this was that time like the vanderpump cast would have but they do but there's like it's just packaged differently 
We're just not going to see photos. The, like, New York Post and Daily Mail still print all sorts of gossip items. But do people read it? Yeah. No. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like that entire era is, like, everything is very polished and glossy, and celebrities are, like, it just, it's so, um, it's so, uh. BuzzFeed. Like it, BuzzFeed reports on that kind of stuff, doesn't it? Yeah, but it's, like, it's, like, so wholesome. It's, like. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's so wholesome. And it still is. Like, I saw this photo of like Ashley Benson and Carola, Cara, Cara Delevingne, yeah. like walking into their home with like a sex swing. Oh, I loved that. I saw yeah, it too. But like, you know, they knew. Oh, yeah. That was, was a They called, they pulled a Lohan, God bless the yeah. patron saint of the paparazzi, mm-hmm. Lindsay Lohan, who used to call the paparazzi on herself all the time. God. But you're not going to catch the, like, the photos of like, that like TMZ era of like photos right. of people leaving like clubs just like wasted or like yeah or post or like um, iconic Lindsay Lohan with the hoodie on and the in the Range Rover upskirt photos oh Britney Spears is C-section scars girls doing cocaine in like man you know. the the beautiful era of Nicole Remember? Richie being best friends with the Olsen twins and them all weighing like a collective 150 pounds, all three of them. Remember when they would take like really, and I will say that era of gossip does live on, on in black media. Um, oh, nice. Black media. Like, like the shade room. Like the shade room and right. gossip. gossip. Like that, the totally. spirit of that really lives on <laughs> right. there. God bless. But like, you're just not going to get like high res photos of like white powder on someone's face. Anymore. Totally. Like, Although we did see the ones of Bella Thorne doing coke on that yacht and it was delicious. I also feel like she might have wanted that. <laughs> you for think? Her. Yeah, that's her like image. She loved that for herself. <laughs> she loved that for herself. Like that's her whole thing is being like a... Cokey? Yeah. <laughs> it's her whole thing. It's just being kind of a coke core yeah um well i just want to say as someone who really really had a a connection with the hills Mm -hmm. and laguna beach and i'm gonna i would even go as far to say i think the first season of laguna beach is better than the hills Mm. but yeah it was groundbreaking Mm -hmm. like at that time it wasn't obviously the first reality show, but it was the first reality show done in that way that was like really overproduced. I mean, I guess Laguna Beach kind of was, but this was like more yeah. polished. It was shot so beautifully. Yeah. No reality shows had that production value at that time. Yeah. Fun fact, Rachel Morrison, who was the first female DP ever nominated for an Oscar for Jack's Notes, Mudbound. <laughs> Was a DP on the hills That's for like seven seasons. That's insane. That's why it looks like that. Like it was. Wait, I had a question. Yeah. Was Misha Barton in the original? No. Hills? So this is where it gets just so deliciously, okay. insanely, just, I don't even know how to say it. It's like an Ouroboros. It's one of those Russian nesting dolls. I don't even know. So Laguna Beach was based on the OC. Right. Or whatever, inspired by the OC, which was what Misha Barton was famous for being on the OC. Yes. Laguna Beach then yielded the hills. Right. And now Misha Barton is on the hills. Were they even no. all friends? So they say, you watch the episode. Yeah. You see them sort of try and like Connect shoddily. Yeah. They're like, yeah, no, me and Misha Barton were friends for so long. I mean, we used to hang out so much like at young Hollywood parties. I was like, what are you talking about, Stephanie Pratt? <laughs> but yeah, they kind of try to pretend like sh- they were like all just like chummy chums. But I don't think so. I don't think so. 
I think they just needed, first of all, they need to fill some holes because Lauren Conrad, that she hard passed from her to come back for this. What's she doing now? She has like a lifestyle line and a clothing line. Oh and God, don't they all? Yeah, they actually do all, but she somehow became kind of successful. Um, Kristen Cavallari, my number one favorite, the Messy original Stassi. Huh? Messy bitch who lives for drama. Messy bitch who lives for drama. Um, she also declined. <laughs> okay, Kristen Cavallari, what is she doing? She has a reality show, she has a jewelry line, and she is married to a football player named Jake Cutler, and they have two children. Jesus she is Christ. doing great. <laughs> Thank you. She's doing amazing, sweetie. I have no idea. Uh, Lo, I think, maybe wasn't asked back. I'm guessing she didn't decline. Lo Bosworth, you didn't watch. Okay. Let's just talk about... Yeah. Let's talk about the actual episode. Because, like, then you experienced it just kind of fresh, fresh eyes. Stunningly boring. Just, like, like nothing happened. Nothing happened. Yeah. Really nothing <laughs> happened. Um, I think maybe they were, like, trying to let it sink in, like okay here are these people this is what they look like now i have I, here's what they're doing i took in real time notes and i just have one note that has all of their faces question mark question mark question mark question mark their faces look different <laughs> audrina looks pretty good she does but i feel like she never partied as hard as the rest of them no i mean as evidenced by like how she cries every time she talks about being divorced as if like it's a big deal to be divorced i know girl like, what are you on. mormon like what's what is this 2002 she's so bummed yeah like it's cool to be divorced it's fine that's girl. how you become There's iconic no <laughs> several divorces under your belt she's married for 10 months to a bmx a pro bmx writer named it's, Corey bohan i mean i guess it's embarrassing to be married in the first place not if you're that instagram influencer mm. <laughs> you know the influencer the proposal, with the proposal, yeah. proposal yeah i was trying to tie it on um <laughs> i was a little disappointed that whitney port came back i thought she was better than this she's not i thought she would have married rich or something and just like not needed but she's back she's I don't think I don't know. I just feel like they're all probably struggling for a paycheck. I think so. I mean, definitely Spidey. Certainly Misha Barton. Although oh, according God. Misha I, Barton, I did yeah. print she out. She is looking rough. I printed out Misha Barton's IMDb. Yeah, <laughs> she has been in 2018. She was in like eight movies. Did oh. you literally print? I did. Out? Yeah, I did. She was in eight movies. Yeah, they're mostly like low budget horror movies oh. <laughs> that I've never heard of. Um, two of which, The Toy Box and Ouija House. She had the same character named Samantha, but unclear if they're related films. Um, sh- you remember, like, Misha Barton was, like, the biggest deal, like, in, oh, during yeah. the OC era. I know. Then... I was obsessed with the OC. Oh, same. Obsessed. Okay, and then... That was on network TV, so I watched it. Oh, yeah, because you didn't have cable. So what happens... Let's see this. What happens after the OC... She kind of falls off the map. Like, yeah, I don't know. She was in that, like, really terrible movie about Tattoo, the Russian the Russian pop band that was maybe lesbians that... You don't remember Tattoo? She's saying so many words, I don't know. Yeah, this is peak <laughs> this era. Okay, anyway, so 
all that to was say, she doing anything when she quit the oc and like died in that like monstrous car crash well, or marissa cooper dying a huge deal i know um no i don't know i don't know what she left to do all i know is that she she had a rough go of it she got a dui in 2007 in 2009, she it was, was hospitalized very to get a DUI at that time. Totally, like Lindsay did it. Like it was a big, it was a cool thing. In our post sober society, it's not as cool. Yeah, in our post sober <laughs> or sober curious, sorry. sober curious society. Yeah, she, um, she was ho- hospitalized in a mental health hospital oh, yeah, in 2009, and then again in 2017. Hmm. Um, so rough go, rough go. Uh, she had some revenge porn problems with like two of her exes. She Once again, in, very in vogue at that time. No, this was like recently. Oh, Jesus. Not at that time. Yeah, like maybe like a couple of years ago. She definitely, she says, I'm excited to reconnect with this group of friends I used to run around with. No, you didn't. Everyone around <laughs> and then she's, then she's like talking to Stephanie Pratt member on the beach and she's like, yeah, how's it? She's like, how is it to be back in LA? And Mitch Barton's like, oh my god, it's so great. You know, I'm just like taking meetings. I'm like, no, you're not. <laughs> they're like eating fruit. <laughs> yeah, they're eating fruit and hummus. No one's taking meetings and with you. Can you kind of tell it's like from Ralph's or like, you know, it's not. I even had like the same note. I was like, really, all they would get you is like the shitty Ralph's prepackaged sliced watermelon and like. They didn't even like put it on a platter or anything. No, like nothing. it was just like straight. Like you could see the sticker on there. I just like okay. Spencer Pratt looks unhinged. Yeah, but I feel like he's the sanest of all of them right now. I love him. Don't get me wrong. He yeah. just looks unhinged on the show. Yeah. But maybe that's because he's actually a real human being. And but so, he's always had that like wide eyed, like, right? That kind of like insane eyes. Yeah. Um, let's talk about and Stephanie Pratt, Spencer Pratt's sister, whose face looks literally completely different. And who has a strange accent now that I don't can't yeah. place. And she's kind of like the she's like part of the the drama that they're trying to set up, right? Yeah. Well, did you catch when she like casually just mentioned to Misha Barton that everything was going great for her until she OD'd while shoplifting? <laughs> she OD'd, you know, whilst whilst in the act of shoplifting, <laughs> which is incredible. That she is. was like Winona Ryder, hold my beer. Um, <laughs> like, wait, what? what did she OD on? I don't. They didn't say. Like, yeah, what are you like, pills? Maybe doing cocaine at Neiman Marcus. Probably, maybe, but I assume it was probably pills. That makes sense. Um, and then she says, "I wanted to move back to LA because of Spencer, but her brother." Even... Well, also, yeah, really. Okay, it wasn't because the show is the first person to like offer to pay you any money to do anything in like many years. No. Um. What about Brandon Lee Anderson? Brandon Lee, what is his Which last one name? Which one is that one? Pamela Anderson's son. Oh, right, right, right. And then there was that whole sequence of Pamela Anderson. Brandon Thomas Lee is his She's name. She's kind of one of the most interesting people. He, I was. I am really stoked to see her on the show, and I was kind of hoping there'd be more of her. Yeah. She's like woke now. Yeah, no, and she's like cool. she's like quoting like Foucault on her Instagram stories. She's wild. <laughs> she saged the like, house. She saged his house. Did you notice? I kind of want to pull up house, like one of her Foucault quotes. Whatever's happening on her Instagram, where it's always like in Misha Barton fashion, it's always like a really beautiful selfie, and then like some something heart, very like some heartbreaking caption that's like free the kids from the camps. 
I'm assuming that it was part of like Brandon Thomas Lee's contract that his mother appear in the first episode so that like anyone knows who the fuck he is, you know? She has a photo of um of her with uh Julian Assange. I think are they Oh yeah, they were they were rumored to have dated. But what's I don't know what is that actually going on with them? I don't know. She wrote as I walked out the gate toward the door or as I walked out the door toward the gate that would lead to my freedom. I knew if I didn't leave my bitterness and hatred behind, I'd still be in prison. Hashtag Nelson Mandela. Hashtag Nelson Mandela. <laughs> and it's like a glamour shot of her and Julian. That's like, wow. That's kind of. That's like, actually through the, this show, though, is how I learned that she moved to Paris after Trump got elected. Did you know that? Oh, yeah. And she's like a socialist queen over there. I didn't know that. Yeah. I mean, like, look, it's like Anais Nin. Anais Nin. Hashtag Anais Nin. And, and then like a photo of her it says, Je suis libre amazing yeah i love I, that for her. I love that they were like we need to inject new blood into the hills and they were like okay who do we call misha barton and brandon thomas lee pamela anderson and tommy lee's son who is 23 by the way everyone else on the show is like 33 to 37 yeah and he's 23 years old and we're meant to believe that he's like their buddy or whatever mm. um I just can't imagine like using your like celebrity parent connections to be on the Hills reboot. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I know like you couldn't do better for yourself, Brandon. I your mean, parents are wildly famous. You probably, so here's a, here's a fun, like, like not even to be on the original Hills to be on the reboot of a show that people once cared about. Um, I think this was from Teen it's Vogue. It's like Tom Hanks' son choosing to be like a semi-racist like rapper. Is he though? Yeah. He's like definitely like said the N-word or something. Colin Hanks' brother. Yes. Oh, I did know this. Yeah. Yeah. If you really excavate your memory, it'll Yeah, like, no, no, I do yeah. remember. I kind of blocked it. Um, I can't remember if this is Teen Vogue or not. If it's not, I'm so sorry that I'm maligning you in this way. But they did a profile on him. I'm pretty sure it was Teen Vogue the liberties they take when they're describing him. The rising star is a triple threat, letting his flair for theatrics and passion for the arts kindle his Hollywood dreams. So far, he's off to a good start. Is he Teen Vogue? Is he? Jesus Christ. It's like Hollywood trying to make what's-his-face happen, the other celebrity... Son? Son. Who's the one... Who's that one celebrity who, like, talked to the empty chair at the Republican convention? Huh? Oh, he's like the old guy. He was in. The, he did that movie about the racists. But he's also oh, Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood's son, Scott Eastwood. Hollywood still wants to make Scott Eastwood happen. Really, I've never even heard of this person. Yeah, I maybe mean, that's why it's not working. He like literally has like I don't even know his magazine covers. It's crazy. It's bad. I so this so Brandon Thomas Lee does acting, modeling, <laughs> and for whom's. Uh, I'm still acting. I'm still working in fashion. That's my main focus. Okay. Um, then he says, this is just following me around in my life. And I feel like it just gives people the opportunity to get to know me because I've lived such a private life. It's not a private life. If no one knew who the fuck you were or cared, you know what I mean? Like that's not privacy. That's just no one cared who you were. No one wanted to know. Um, Okay, but there were some good parts to this show. Which ones? Justin Bobby. 
Oh. I fucking love Justin Bobby. The man with two names. He is a gift. Mm. He was super hot back then. He speaks in weird Zen koans. Really hot? Yes, he's really hot. Is he really corny and douchey? Yes. Do I still have a soft spot in my vagina for him? One million percent. <laughs> and his like weird saggy beanie. And I think he wears like a denim vest. But I love him. And his like weird fake deepness. Oh, exactly. <laughs> like he is, he is hashtag Nelson Mandeling probably all over the place on his social media. But God bless. <laughs> I love him. He's, I hope him and Audrina rekindle. I'm going to watch the whole thing. I just want you to know because I have an investment in these people. I love that for you. And Misha Barton, I need to know what happens. I know in the second episode. So I remember in this first episode, there's like a scene where they're like trying to set up the second episode, which is going to be Stephanie Pratt's, which has aired, but we haven't watched it. Um, Her like welcome home party and Audrina and Misha Barton are getting ready for the party. And she's like, oh, Misha, you'll eventually run into Perez Hilton being here in LA. You'll eventually see him. Like, kind of saying, like, they shouldn't have invited him to the party because you would have eventually seen him. And I was like, oh, is that how it works? Like, I've lived in LA for, I don't know, 20 years. I've never just seen Perez Hilton. Like, is there a special party where the has-beens of Los Angeles hang out and that's where you would have met him? (laughs) Remember when he was, like, there were all these profiles of him, like, blogging from this one starbucks oh my god totally <laughs> that was such a simpler time it really was apparently he's i don't totally remember what he's also woke now yeah i get or it like took a little woman. while but he did like he used to call me Barton mushy or mush or something yeah. was he saying she was fat yeah he would like make fun of he'd like post photos of like her, of, like, her cellulite yeah, it was do you remember the superficial it was like a funnier version of Perez Hilton. Vaguely. That was good. There was Ugh. that one and there was Delisted. Jesus. Like the original Delisted was so fucking funny. It was such a chaotic time in I know, but like pop culture history. Now like Olivia Munn got mad at like Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself for saying her outfit was ugly. Like we've reached a point where we can't even tell people their outfits are ugly. Mm. Do you know what that means? What? People are gonna wear really ugly outfits. <laughs> All the time. I really hope so (laughs) none of them are wearing ugly outfits because in addition to like the celebrity the way that the celebrity culture has like shifted is like Perez Hilton and all those people like bullied all these people into like getting their stylist to just like style them in like the most basic Zach Posen dresses. Oh my God, Zach Posen. <laughs> yeah. And like, it's really hard to find a basic Zach Posen dress because all of them are very complicated. There's right. so many pleats. So many pleats. And seams. Yeah. I guess like you have to have, you have to have like a nostalgia for the first one to have any investment in this one. Yeah, you really do. And it kind of like, it really does suck. Like it's not poorly executed. I mean, the it's not so w- bad. The music is well. Michael, my boyfriend, pointed out that he because we've been also watching a lot of Vanderpump Rules. We yeah. start from the beginning, and he, he's like, "I am assured that this music is written just for the show." Like they like, we need like a fun, catchy ditty about how L.A. is glamorous, and they're like, "Mm-hmm," and they serve it right up and put it in it. Oh, it's very old. Like it does recall like paris hilton stars are born totally it's really yeah right stars are oh my god i love that song paris hilton stars are bright no stars are born stars are even though the stars Stars are blind blind that's a bop 
That's, yeah, a, that's a full on. Oh jam. no, I play it that all bangs. the time. That song bangs. Oh yeah, and like rumors. Do people say that songs bang? Um, yeah, they say that. Okay, mm-hmm. you know, Lindsay Lohan rumors. Mm-hmm. Great song. Amazing song. They mm-hmm. use the original Natasha Bedingfield. Feel the rain on your skin. Oh yeah. But they did a weird EDM remix with like synths for the opening. I don't know if you noticed that. Remember when Hillary and Haley Duff released? Um, what is it? Our lips are sealed. Oh, I sure do. <laughs> Hilary Duff, who also did the theme song for Laguna Beach. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I almost half expected Hilary Duff to show up at some point. Guess what she's doing? She's on dreams. Younger? Is she what? She's on Younger. Yeah, I think oh, she's yeah. doing pretty well. Oh. People like that show. I've never seen that. Is she still dated to the hockey player? Uh, married to the hockey player? I do not know. She has a mom. She's like a Williamsburg mom now. She lives in Williamsburg? Or Brooklyn. Really? Like, in Brooklyn. She's in Brooklyn. Wow. I feel like she's one of those moms. They film younger in Brooklyn? No, they film it in New York, I think. Mm. We've gone off the rails. <laughs> totally. <laughs> no, this is a pop culture era. You know, early aughts. I don't know. Like, I don't know if we've done the Hills reboot justice, but those are most of my notes. Like, oh, I also just have a note that says Como Talevu, which I think is what Justin Bobby says to Audrina on their first date. <laughs> God, I really love him. Oh Como my Talibu. God. Also, is Misha Barton wearing a wig? But that's maybe not true. I think I was just. Maybe it just tracks. Maybe it just tracks, yeah. yeah. I just tossed it around in my head. Heidi and Spencer. It feels really. I mean, like. They're large glasses of wine. So large. They were really with the heavy pores. Yeah. And Spencer's crystals. Did you notice in the opening sequence, Spencer puts a crystal on his eye? Yeah. Yeah good <laughs> yeah i mean i like the way that he does everything with this like kind of winking like mm-hmm. <laughs> that is the fun part about spencer yeah like at least they're fully cognizant of the fact like and they're not trying to hide that like this is like theater yeah you know yeah like, the rest of them are like audrina is like so earnest so earnest she she might not know it's theater like she might actually just be like she being still honest learned how to emote yeah no <laughs> like her face just like stays completely still she's like yeah, I'm devastated. I'm devastated. I'm so sad. Oh my God, look, I'm crying. And there's just like water coming from her eyes, but no other signs of crying. And you're like, okay. I did run into her at a party once in LA. Again, peak garbage days. And the fo- the selfie I took with her is like iconic. Oh God. I have it somewhere. Alice Barlow of Taco Bell story fame uh, keeps it as the photo that comes up when I call her. It's just me and Andrina with my Yuko Japanese straightened hair. You have so many good, like, photo, like, old celebrity photos. I really do. I would love to make, like, a really bad book. You should. I would buy it. It would be, like, the Kim Kardashian nude book. She didn't do nudes. She did selfies. (laughs) Selfies, right. (laughs) Sorry. Did you, also, to follow up, I guess that's a good way to tie it in, because, uh, Oh, kimono. I saw that she's rescinding the name. She's heard she's heard the community loud and clear. <laughs> what did she say was the reason? She said she... <laughs> so... What? I mean, I don't know. She just said, like, she heard everybody and she never meant to disrespect or anyone's culture. And she's going to think long and hard. She's always wanted to do... They're calling it body positive shapewear. Why is it only body positive? Because they offer a full range of sizes. Does that mean body positive? I don't. Words don't mean anything in 2019 <laughs> words anymore. Words don't mean literally anything. all words have lost all meaning. Like, but like, potentially you removed a rib, 
to like have your body and your body positive <laughs> it's so funny because that actually ties it back down to the hills because bring it back wasn't she um lauren's like wardrobe stylist or something oh my god she or was she lauren Hilton's? conrad's wardrobe stylist yeah i don't know i remember she, i just remember her cleaning out um or maybe paris hilton's yeah paris hilton's oh closet. she was a closet a closet organizer she was a closet organizer dream big kids is all i'm saying she's a lawyer now she is very nearly a lawyer uh, she's not a lawyer she's interning <laughs> to be a lawyer but she's very nearly a lawyer that is wild Lauren Conrad has not spoken to anyone from the cast of The Hills in 20 years. I'm going to become a doctor. Imagine being that petty. I'm... You could become a doctor. I mean, you're not going to because of your dedication to public pools and drinking, but mm -hmm. you could. I'm not going to. Decided against it. Yeah. It's not like Grey's Anatomy. It wouldn't be fun. Mm, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, good for her. Do you think Spencer Pratt is going to vote for Marianne Williamson? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because she's the crystal candidate. All, I don't think he's even registered. How do you know? I don't know. I just know. I feel like he's not the type to be. He had right? some He had some interesting weigh-in on the Scooter Braun Taylor Swift situation, which we're not going to talk we're about because it's extremely know. boring. But Oh, did you see um, Sia yeah. posted? Close personal friend of the Kardashians. <laughs> is she really? Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh my god, I love her. She you love her. We love that multitude. for her. She does contain multitude because, like, she's like so, you know. But um, basically, she. Oh, this is really funny. She posted, and I only know this because people were like tweeting about CN, and then I went to her Twitter, mm -hmm. and she was like defending herself against blackface claims. Wow. <laughs> because Scooter, she like tweeted support of Scooter Braun, and people were um, posting photos of her kind of like in black paint. But it was back when she was still like. Trying to obscuring hide, her face, obscuring yeah. her face, and so she was like in the background, just like really misguided. Wow! Like no, but the Taylor Swift stands do not play around. <laughs> they really don't. They're like, we will unearth these photos of you with some artistic makeup on and make it out to be blackface, even though we are probably the whitest stand population that exists to to date. <laughs> She's like, sorry about the blackface, but it's not blackface. And she had to apologize about she, it. I think she like kind of defended herself lightly against it. Oh my god, Isn't that this, insane! This day and age, that's so funny. I didn't this, know that she was friends with Kim Kardashian. I hope that one of the Hills people gets canceled. I hope they all get canceled. I mean, they can't. I hope, we all, I hope all. No one every cares single, enough to cancel them. I hope every single one of us gets canceled. <laughs> that's all I want is just to, for us to all get canceled and start renewed, reborn. <laughs> into this world in the future we all get 15 minutes of cancellation, of cancellation. <laughs> i mean inevitably i'm gonna say something on this pod i probably already have Definitely. that is like not woke like i probably said something mean about the air conditioning lady that is gonna be like they're gonna be like you're ageist against liz yeah her name is not liz and you are canceled i'm definitely gonna get canceled Again, I welcome it. Bring it on. Just like I wanted to die on the edge of that Mexican restaurant with a mouthful of chili relleno, I'm happy to be canceled. Same here. Exactly same here. Um, I think that's a great place to end. Love that for us. I love that for us. Sorry, <laughs> Baba. Sorry, Baba. <laughs>
Kina ya 